and entice of a world where death is a revolving door. Welcome to the Game Matrix. Oh god, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Ugh. It's a good thing everybody else loves it. Uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you in the slightest. Welcome, everyone. It is the Geek Matrix DC Comics Review Show number 160. I nearly said 159 because I forgot to update the number on my script. Hey, it happens. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is the world's everybody. greatest comic show about the world's greatest superheroes. As always, it's Rob here joining me is my wonderful co-host josh josh how are you now not too bad i've been looking into doing some more text reviews for the podcast and then i started getting into some deep dives and uh uh some old psych papers and uh got in touch with the incredible hulk and said to make sure that i always cite my sources that's what he does so he can be credible But uh, but, but he's in oh stop it! I had hardly any time. <laughs> I I heard one oddly enough from a kid on a video today, but I don't know if it's really suitable. No, nah, it's pretty dark. Maybe Is I it, won't say it. Like if Batman wasn't rich, he'd be Robin. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> Like like it 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 might offend vegans. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, and on the upside of that, everything offends vegans. Yeah. And I I think it's something that they're aware of. Fair enough. I'm funny. Look. <laughs> Where the hell am I? Great. Um, <laughs> News. I was sorry. News. I was, to, I was so busy debating on whether or not I should say that joke. I completely forgot what we were supposed to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, right. one oh. and all. What's what's up with the world of Josh? Not a lot, man. Um, poor little kid. Uh, my youngest went to the dentist the other day, and uh, you know he's neurospicy, so cer- certain things will will really set him off. And other things you'll be super surprised at that won't won't set him off. Like yesterday, or not yesterday, a couple of days ago, he goes to the dentist and uh, they give him the shot in the in the gums because he's got to have some work done. And uh, the first shot, he's a completely okay. Holly looks at him and he even gives her a thumb up sign. The exact same shot looks the exact same. Everything. The second shot that goes in, he starts to freak out. Oh no! So yeah. So when he did it, uh, the dentist went ahead and did it anyways. The fucking jerk. But um, <laughs> when he did it, the needle went in a little bit too far. Now the poor guy's whole whole side of his face is all swelled up. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That that and that and just their normal school is uh, about all that I've been doing around here. Other than that, and uh, we I've started up uh, streaming for the uh, podcast, doing some video games, and I know that other members of of the uh, 
podcast are going to be joining me here and there for different reasons, doing different things at different times. So that's fun. I think that's a very good idea. Um, Wonder Woman is the absolute best Themyscirin warrior. Does that make her Amazon Prime? There you go. No, no, that she, one's better. It only makes her Amazon Prime if she's chosen by Primus to lead the Autobots. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And how dare you say Wonder Woman is the best Amazon warrior? We all know it's. I said Themyscirin. Artemis. It is Artemis. Got the yeah. Artemis, I was debating this. Artemis Donna. Artemis Donna. Yeah. From Themyscira. Mine, uh, yeah, you can catch a lot of hell for saying it. My favorite is Artemis, but Donna is uh, Donna is right up there. And that's yeah. if we're sticking straight Themyscirin, because then yeah, it would true. go Artemis and then Yara Floor. I just love that character. Yeah. And she is badass. So much. And a hell of a fighter. But I, I don't know if she's definitely better than Artemis, Donna, and Diana yet. Oh, I think she's not, still too new. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, suppose best. I was just talking favorites. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, I guess as far as Warrior goes, yeah, Artemis is going to just nail everybody hands down. Oh, hell yeah. Didn't even let her fight in that Warrior tournament. <laughs> They're like, nah, man. <laughs> you, you win. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, on on the topic of news, we do have a couple of things happened very recently, like today and yesterday. <laughs> it was announced, oh, really? or I guess no, a couple of days ago actually for one of them. Um, well, I found out a few hours ago, and I sent it to to you guys in, in Discord. Uh, by the way, check out our Discord. Subscribe. It's fun. And you can see all the fun, cool links, like the one I sent earlier today, which was to a Reddit post, which was showcasing a teaser for season two of Shorzy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't know why we like Shorzy? Well, by God, I'm telling you. Figure it out. Fucking figure it out. If you don't, if you <laughs> well, don't know Lighter Kenny. <laughs> yeah yeah i can figure it out yeah no definitely uh letter kenny and shorzy i i will say because i'm somebody that i do compare it and i know everybody i know this watch both shows has compared them and, and everybody on the internet and every reviewer has always compared them trailer park boys and letter kenny very similar in terms of tone theme and comedy style and Letterkenny is a lot better than Trailer Park Boys, and this it is. It, I don't even care for Trailer Park Boys. Trailer I've Park never Boys. really watched a full episode of Trailer Park Boys. I don't like Trailer Park Boys. I don't care for Trailer Park Boys. I Honestly, appreciate what they do as as filmmakers, creators, and, and comedy artists. But bubbles I, I like and their respect for whiskey is the only thing that I can appreciate about Trailer Park Boys. That's fair. <laughs> I get that. I completely get that. Um, but that being said, like I completely understand the idea of it can be an acquired taste. Uh, I know people that can't stand Letterkenny, 
and I understand why because <laughs> it's not their it's not their humor base. My wife is one of them. Holly is very particular about the kind of humor that works for her, and Ladder kind of finally finally grew on her. And uh, oh man, I wish I could remember what it was the other day that she said. I'm like, you know, that's a letter Kenny joke, right? And she's like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well then, that's yeah, I'm I, saying. Ange did that once too. I don't remember what it was, but me and my buddies were always making a reference to Letter Kenny, and then she said it too. I'm like, you know what that's from, right? And she's like, what? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh so yeah that that is coming in september for canadians and october for americans they're about a month apart yep you freaking jerks yeah which is not typical for no i mean for letter kenny letter kenny it's usually uh what is that you no that was me that was a ad <laughs> that was silent this whole time until it decided to just make noise um yeah uh what was i saying yeah letter kenny usually you get it like a day or two after it airs here mm-hmm. uh but for some reason shorzy i think the first season as well it's like a month later which i know it sucks for you and, and you hate that idea but i'm gonna say yeah fucking suck it up yeah, because uh, you guys get it. we get the shit out of the stick every other part of the year wow. with every other second show. Sometimes, like, six months to a year later, yeah? Yeah, I've given up watching Titans, partially <laughs> because I stopped caring about it, but also mainly because by the time it reached Netflix here, <laughs> despite the fact that it was filmed, the next town over from me in fucking Toronto... I get it once you guys get every single episode weekly. So I've already been spoiled the entire bloody story before I even get a chance to start the first episode. So tell us how you feel about it. I couldn't bother anymore. I I couldn't give a shit. If that's how you're going to run it in, in something that is filmed in my hometown, that I could literally take a bus to go to the set and just, yo, hey, Brendan Thwaites, what's going on? I could do that, and I'm not even allowed to watch it first. It's some bullshit. That should be it's, part of the tax agreement. Fucking bullshit. Like, fucking figure it out. Like, you get the big tax break to film in Vancouver, but you gotta give Canada the same release date as Americans. That would be ideal. There's all kinds of places that are... that All kinds of shows and movies that shoot in Vancouver, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least a little bit. Oh, Vancouver's got a huge film industry, mm-hmm. film and TV. Um, they're basically like technically the Hollywood of California or the Hollywood of Canada. Is <laughs> the Hollywood of California? Yeah, <laughs> the, the Hollywood of Canada. Um, and that—that's even something I asked uh, Sean Schemmel actually years ago at Fan Expo. I asked him, like. What what advice would you give to like a budding voice actor? And he said, "Look, you you could definitely get some work in Toronto, but if you want to get work, you have to move to either California or maybe for you, Vancouver." Vancouver. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um. But yeah, it's just okay. I got it off my chest. I feel a bit better now. It still bugs me 
that that shit happens. But I feel bad for you as well that you got to wait a month after we get it. I think you're muted, bud. Well, would you look at that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it either. But, but um, you know, I mean, Letterkenny is fantastic, and uh, I suppose I don't mind waiting a month, considering that it's the only thing that comes out of Canada. I have to wait for it. Yeah, it's like I think they do that on purpose, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's, I'm it's okay. filmed in Ontario. It's about Ontario. It takes place in Ontario. Everybody's from Canada. Mostly from Ontario. Why the hell not? That one dude from Michigan's actually from Michigan, I think, isn't he? Which dude? The one that shows up in the American flag button-up. Oh, is, not, is he? I thought he was actually from... Uh, I thought he was Canadian as well. Oh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, none. He just, but, uh, I don't know, yeah. he pulls off Michigan really fucking well. I mean, they're all really good. <laughs> but also, Michigan is basically Canada. It's redneck Canada. Or uh, Yankee, Cal- Arkansas, however you want to put that. Calgary is redneck Canada. <laughs> they're so redneck, they eat bull testicles and call them prairie oysters. Yep, that's... that's uh, prevalent <laughs> that's uh, certainly a way to put it <laughs> alright we got two comic book announcements for November because being August 17th that means tomorrow we're getting November solicits so this week there's a couple of announcements as has been the case for the longest time uh, which I'm not too fond of because it means when you get solicits there's no surprises <laughs> right and the that, past that, few that, months, that's been some... like I don't even know why I'm reading this. Like I know everything that's coming. That's the, that's the problem I have with uh, the way they're doing this guy right here. Um, probably can't see him all that well. There we go. We'll let him shine. Stop showing his trailers. You're ruining the whole movie. No one's gonna go and see it if you don't stop showing them the whole movie for free. Signed, Jaime Reyes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I I have watched like maybe two trailers for Blue oh, Beetle, but marketing. I don't think it's given away the whole movie because I, I I get the the gist of the basic plot. They haven't even really shown much of the villain of the piece. Carapac, you haven't even seen much you, of Victoria Court in the trailers. If you, I made the mistake of signing up for DC Community um, a while back. Which is, oh, yeah. it's cool. It's not really a mistake. That was the wrong way of saying it. But man, alive, when they want to promote something, like you get peppered. And I get daily texts about oh, Blue Beetle. Just the, just the Blue Beetle movie. Wow. It, there, it, there's so much stuff. Um, it's got some cool stuff that they give you, too, for being a community member, like wallpapers and whatnot. But. Right on. Indeed. That comes out tomorrow. I mean, technically, today. I think if there's an advanced preview, which there usually is. Yeah, there's one in my town, but I can't uh, can't get out to it. Yeah. Not not for a little bit anyway. I would really like to be able to do that. Like, 
Oh man, if if I could if I could go and watch Blue Beetle tomorrow, that's what I would be doing for sure. Yeah, me too. But I'll be off doing something else instead. What will you be doing? Oh. Oh. Huh? Oh yeah, that's right. I know what you're gonna be doing. Sorry, (laughs) you Canadian, you. Yeah, I'll be uh, at a live event called WWE SmackDown in Toronto, and I can't freaking wait. It's gonna be Edge's retirement show. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, are you gonna be watching the show live? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, see if you can spot us. Rob's gonna be carrying a gigantic green sign that says "I hate Jimmy, love the Geek Matrix." Lo and behold, wouldn't that be the night that our truth comes back? (laughs) Right. Everybody hates Jimmy. I love Jimmy. He's a pain in the ass. But yeah. Oh man, our truth coming back—that would be sick. Yeah. We're waiting on a lot of people. Like, we're waiting on our truth. We were waiting on Big E's. Not going to come though. No. Uh, Randy Orton probably unlikely. I don't know, man. Randy Orton is still a maybe. I think he's still got a lot of healing to do. It's hard to tell. Everybody's just speculating that every PLE is going to make a return. I don't think he's ready. And like the last rumors I heard, speaking of his doctor, was that he's being told that he probably shouldn't go back. <laughs> so I don't know why people are still speculating that he's coming back at every PLE. It okay, let really me dumb. put it to you this way. Um... There's all those people that you're like, yeah, they should come back and have a place within the promotion. They did their duty. They they sacrificed themselves, etc., etc. But Randy Orton is that, and we're talking about a character that for the majority of his career, I couldn't fucking stand, but I never went a second without respecting. Yeah. Randy Orton, like, he's one of those wrestlers where you point at and go, he is wrestling. Yeah. And I I, I want I would love to see him come back into the industry in some sort of capacity, even if it's not as an in-ring performer. Yeah. I don't know that I could see him as anything else, though. He's too, and this is going to sound weird, he's too wacky to Orton. really take on any other role and, and he's too wacky and serious at the same time alright so you get wacky and serious together and you've got Sami Zayn you've got Drew McIntyre you've got Matt Riddle I mean you could almost have like some sort of RK bro fashion faction so what, what would he, he be the manager like I don't know yeah. I could see him as like an on screen manager maybe but that would just be depressing no <laughs> no I mean I'm sure he'd be fine I, it depressing it would suck because he still looks like he's you know like just in the prime of his fucking life even if oh, he is yeah. the same age and it makes me want to slap him um yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're, we're still waiting on Carlito coming back too. Like after his yep. appearance at Backlash, he was re-signed for a contract. Yep, and he hasn't shown up as far as I know, unless he's done live shows. But he hasn't been on TV. Honestly, I couldn't tell you who Carlito is. 
he fell oh, he yeah. fell into that slump where I I obviously was not watching. Oh, okay. I, he, I get he's a big, huge fan favorite, but I'm like Carlito, yeah. and then I see a dude run out in the hair, and I'm like, man, I would have remembered him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was an interesting character. I I didn't really care too much about him, especially after there, there was reports that he was a bit too stiff at times and a bit of an asshole backstage. Um, I was like, I don't fucking I already don't like you. Why am I going to care now? Um but I think he's he's tamed out a bit. Over you're gonna the year. say you're gonna say you don't like him when he's a bit too stiff, and you won't stop singing the praises of Gunther. Gunther's not stiff. <laughs> Gunther is a stiff. Okay, when when you say stiff, what do you mean? He's I'm talking about giant. Like he, he hits for real. <laughs> yeah, Gun- Gunther hits for real. He does not hit for real. <laughs> he does not hit for real. Have you seen any of his chops? Oh yeah, the chop is one thing. The chop is something you cannot fake. There's plenty of guys that have faked it. Then there's guys who took it to a whole new level. Starting yeah, with shot. Hacksaw Jim Duggan and then moving on to the master of all, Ric Flair. And to 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 just he's not even selling it. He's just hitting hard. It's not a sell. Oh yeah, look at at Drew and Sh- if you're gonna like blame Gunther for his his chops, look at Drew and Sheamus because they did the exact same thing. They but were slapping each other's chests. Their chests were bleeding from each other. <laughs> each other. They're not trying to hurt people. That was part of their part of their shtick, but they only did it to each other. They didn't go out into a ring and crush somebody's neck. When the hell did? What are you watching? <laughs> When did that uh, happen? You know, okay, not literally, but you know damn well that you can't go into a ring with Gunther and come out breathing normal the next day. I think it's very possible, and like it's going to happen with Kofi, and Kofi's no going to fare better against Gunther than he did against Big Show. Kofi's body was physically forever changed because of a chop from Big Show, and Gunther would never do that to somebody. Okay. <laughs> anyway. What what is the major problem you have with Gunther? I, I've Just never wait, understood you'll it. see. You you'll it'll yeah. eventually come out into the you know be yeah. like, God dang, I never saw that coming. I'm it's right. never Just gonna wait. happen, but it's never gonna happen. It's okay. I call all wait. the I call all the results of the comic book plots too, but nobody listens. I told you every <laughs> result is gonna suck ass, every oh event is gonna suck ass. Okay, every event's gonna suck ass. That's that's kind of a moot point. That's just well, don't take that away from farm. me. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew Night Terrors was gonna be a little. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of people that said Dark Crisis and Infinite Frontier was gonna have, uh, we're gonna be great. And the know. whole time I was like, no, this is actually going to be nothing. You're gonna wade through some clear soup to find out it was just water. <laughs> it's it's a nothing of substance, my American friend. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Canadian. Yeah, well, that doesn't work for uh, the accent. <laughs> okay, so real talk, simple question: Are there any? Because he- every time I talk about heels, I like you. You have an issue with those heels, so I'm curious: What heels do you like? There's not really any heels in the WWE right now. 
Uh, there's Gunther and Imperium, but they're not heels. They're just... I don't know. There's not, like, anybody that I feel like bad guys. Like, Gunther and Imperium just feel like some annoying dudes that won't go away. Not like, oh my god, what are these guys doing? Roman Reigns... I feel like he's, he's a, a heel, heel but... He cheats it, to win. Yeah. Um... I feel like he's a heel, but he doesn't... He's not a good heel. Oh, he's not a good heel, no. <laughs> You know what I mean? No. He's, he gets he's... heat, but it's not necessarily heat that they think they're getting. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Solo, well, I, mean, I, think... I think, is is a chaotic heel, but I think he's still a heel. Judgment Day, definitely heals all four of them. Yeah. I, I And, I mean, I just so badly for the career of everybody involved wish that the judgment day would split up but it's Good. done wonders 100% i mean i know if, if now it has but it, i it's at a point now that the judgment day is holding damian priest back yeah i mean that's that's going to come to a head soon i think some shit's going to go down with him and finn he's going to get a title and he's priest is going to just like take charge and Finn's gonna cut loose he's gonna reconnect with JD McDonough and then uh, it's just gonna be Priest Dom Dom and Rhea and then all they need to do is shut Dom Dom and then they've got themselves the Judgment Day faction that we all deserve wow so just Rhea and Priest <laughs> and then you know uh, honestly it would be super cool if they found a way to Whoops. It'd be super cool if, if they found a way to merge the Judgment Day with Bray Wyatt's family. They need to get Bray Wyatt's family back first. Which, it's also, I forgot, to, I forgot to mention, so Bray Wyatt, uh, it was uh, not really announced, but it was revealed last week. Uh, the real reason that he's been gone for so long, um, there was conflicting reports back and forth that he was injured, he was on a DL, uh, he, he was sick, and, and apparently he was going through a life-threatening illness. Yep, they said it the was both little while. career and life-threatening. Um, but apparently his dad says that we can count on Bray Wyatt making a return to the ring. They just don't have a definite date yet. Yeah, so there's that. Excellent. There's a heel right there, but there's a heel I don't care about. Oh. I feel for the guy. I hope he, do he does well because he's, he's a good performer. But I just don't care for the character. Oh, I've always loved Bray Wyatt, and I hope to hope to see much more of him. I'd rather have a Wyatt family expansion than a Judgment Day expansion any day of the week. Also, you know, I don't know. Maybe like if they were to pluck Carrie and Cross out and put him underneath the tutelage of Damien Priest, maybe maybe that could help. Carrie and Cross is help decent in ring talent. Yeah. He like really is. It's really boring. It's fucking... It's not just boring. It's stupid. It's... Nyaw, I wish I was Kane. Tarot card. <laughs> <Nyaw>. <laughs> really, it's, maybe it was great on NXT. That's what I keep hearing. People thought he was like an amazing talent and developmental. And then he comes to the main roster and it's just gone to shit. Like, <laughs> is it the half, same half, Most of the character? time he's a jobber. I, yeah, I think so. Wow. I don't yeah. know how in the hell... 
Oh, maybe because yep. NXT had its own cane. Even if it was just raw tarot card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Viking Viking Raiders. In a, in a pretty They're in a pretty here. hot in a pretty hot valet. Scarlet yeah. should be back in the ring though. Her talents are wasted. Yeah. Badly. Valhalla. Another one whose talents are wasted. If they're going to be on screen, put them in the ring. Yeah. I mean, once once the... Because she was for the longest... Well, she's actually dating one of the Viking Raiders, if not married to them. So they they got that shit going on. I think they, they might have created those characters themselves. But if, if the Viking Raiders ever calms down, I think she'll get back into the ring proper. That'd be cool. She was before, yeah. Pull in... Um, there's been talk that I've been seeing and shit about uh, wanting to do... Uh, break in the triples belts I've been hearing that a lot too I would be interested in it I would be interested in it but we need a roster expansion we need yeah. a roster expansion and uh, Raw needs to cut down on the ridiculous amount of commercials that it has because yeah. you, yeah, it's a three hour long show and you get one hour of show pretty much it's ridiculous. If, if if you take out all the all the long segments that are reminding you of what happened last week or this oh. week in SmackDown or watch the Bloodline, if you take out all that, if you take out all that silly shit, you get about an hour's worth of show, and and yeah, that needs to be stopped. It no, it's need... an hour longer in terms of technical runtime. But you get the same amount of matches that SmackDown does in two hours. Yep, it's ridiculous. It really is. Or give us give or, or break out a third show. Something, something needs to happen. Yeah. I don't know something. You need more matches in order for this to make better sense. Yeah, I, I need more Miz versus LA Knight. Woo! I need more LA <laughs> Knight versus Gunther. Wait, what? Why? You I heard that. Gunther. Or no wait, Gunther's on Raw. Yeah, I need uh, some L.A. Knight on the uh, 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 to. No, he needs to pay. I, L.A. Knight needs the full title shot. Uh, go up against Roman. Yep, they might be pushing that way. You know, <laughs> go up against Roman. I think. I think that. Uh... Oh man, I'm trying to think who who it would have been. Uh... You know what, L.A. Knight, just speaking mic-wise, do you know what L.A. Knight versus Roman would be like? The Rock versus Farouk. <laughs> when, when, he, when he left the uh, Nation of Domination. Mm. It, that's, exactly what it that's exactly what it would be like. Oh, God, I would, I would die to see that. Let L.A. Yeah. Knight cut loose on Roman Reigns. Hell, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's more than... I think it's more than likely that the title will change hands at least once before LA Knight gets it, but I think that that's a bad move. People want this change to happen, and they want it to happen now. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen for a while. <laughs> I mean, was it you that was telling me that um, apparently Judgment Day is not going to be on for like a, a, a while? Like they're taking a break? Not, not okay. Judgment Day, Bloodline. Bloodline, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Like, the like rumor. after that cliffhanger with Jay, they're just taking their nobody's going to be on for a bit. Yeah, yeah. 
which is such a weird way to pause it. It is. It also is could be them trying to solidify Jay literally quitting the WWE. If that wasn't shoot, I mean, nobody knows for sure. I I can already hear good old Jim Ross going, Oh my God, it's Joseph Fatu. He is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was good. Okay, so two, 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 two more things. I completely forgot that Ray beat Theory last week. Yep. Hallelujah. I'm I'm excited to see Ray tomorrow night with the U.S. title. That's fucking exciting. Yep. Hallelujah. Yeah. And um, speaking of uh, secondary titles that are much cooler than the main titles right now, they it's got to be the next PLE. We're gonna have Chad Gable versus Gunther for the IC title, and I think Chad's going to win. I think he's going to get it off Gunther, and this is going to be it. Bruh. It's happening. When is the match? I don't think it's been officially announced, but I want to say it's going to happen at the next PLE. Alright, if it happens at a PLE, then yes. And that's where it's going to be. No yeah. fans or butts about it. But if it happens outside of that, no way. It won't be like the United States Championship. I guarantee it. It won't be like yeah. that. The, Intercont- the Intercontinental Belt has always meant more than the United States Belt. Oh, yeah. And it always will. It it used to be worth a lot, and it fell off hard when you weren't watching. Like, it just got so boring, and nobody cared about it. And, and The IC Belt? The IC title, yeah. And then... This is one of the reasons I love Gunther, and this is one of the reasons he's so popular. He has made it mean something again. How did he he's, do he's that? He's brought prestige more like back to the IC title. Creative did that. I mean, it's a collaboration, sure. <laughs> Gunther is not The Rock or Stone Cold or Triple H or Shawn Michaels or The Rock or any of those. John Cena, even. And his his on screen personas, you know that I wasn't personally a fan of for the most part. Persona, and he but, he made but, the but, U.S. title mean something, ex- right? And and f- f- even with those guys, they're in their personas where I couldn't stand them, regardless of the role that they were playing, heel or hero, a f- face, whatever. Um, Gunther doesn't have that thing that sells me on his character where Paul Heyman brings in Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman brings in Brock Lesnar, well if Paul Heyman brings in Gunther it will totally change it, not really because ultimately just like everybody else that Paul Heyman has to be a personality for basically everybody else, not just Paul Heyman has to but anybody else out there that's been a major talent that don't have the mic skills eventually becomes just somebody that shows up. And and I don't want that out. There's a reason why 
the people still talk about The Rock and, and still know his catchphrases 20 years after the last time that he's wrestled it because of oh, the yeah. personality, because of the way he sold it. But nobody is out there mentioning anything at all about the ring general. I am. <laughs> but I'm not in it for his personality. I'm not in it for his mic skills. I'm in it for his talent. His his storyline here. The the reason but he doesn't he's have a storyline. His storyline is I've got the Intercontinental Championship and I'm gonna set a record just like Roman Reigns. He he wants to bring prestige back to this beautiful sports. That sounds like that douchey little guy that walks with him, the one that's got the stick up his ass. I can't remember. Oh, it they, sounds the, the exact, They all say it. The, yeah, their their whole shtick is annoying as hell. How well, they want to bring prestige back? Okay, well Jerry yeah. Lawler did that back in the day too, and he sucked at it as well. Bringing prestige back to a title is silly. No, it's not not to the title, to to wrestling as a whole. Well, they want whatever. they want to they want to bring class and sportsmanship and and righteousness or whatever back to this precious oh, yeah? sports of oh, yeah? wrestling is what righteousness righteousness they, and prestige. they don't want it to then, be g- then get rid of then get rid of gunther and imperium and bring me john and johnny gargano any day of the week because gargano wow. is 10 times the wrestler that gunther ever will be oh man my brother-in-law would have a fight with you right now <laughs> he hates gargano with a i don't passion. i don't Gar- gargano is an amazing talent in ring and he's been he's got shit on he's he's and you know Gorgano is 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 good. There's a reason why nobody's been called Mister okay. Wrestling since Orndolf. Like he he's definitely a good talent. I don't like I've never understood why he's called Johnny Wrestling. He's not called Mister Wrestling. He's called Johnny, no, Johnny Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, close enough. But like, I don't think he's got that level of talent where he's top tier. And that's why he's been relegated to bid card for his whole career. <laughs> and I think I think he is better than Gunther, even though he will never be superstar status. His in-ring personality, every everything that you say that Gunther is supposed to be selling, I think Gargano could do light years better than Gunther. But and that I mean, may that's be neither. True. Like, I'm not even going to debate that because I don't know. Like the the full skill set Gargano can hold because he's not even fucking on TV right now. No, <laughs> I don't even know where this no, guy is. Fortunately, yeah. But him him and his wife they both they both are very very talented. His wife's on TV more than him by far. Yeah, but she she was on a Monday night. The women's roster is uh, much smaller and doing far better than the men's. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so honestly, Gunther's gonna lose the title to Chad Gable, and then he's gonna get a push towards Universal Title, and he's gonna take it off Roman at WrestleMania. Just you wait. That's sad. <laughs> and you're gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's enough about wrestling news and talks. I, I've actually got comics news to talk about. I don't even know how we got. Oh yeah. I was, because I'm going to SmackDown tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, SmackDown. That's I, right. I started talking about comics news. Yeah. and uh, Half an yeah. hour later, here we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so two announcements that DC released this week. Uh, Jason Aaron and 
is coming on over to good old DC Comics for uh, which he he has been in DC before, but this is going to be kind of a mainstream book. It's um, it's Elseworlds, right? It's not in continuity, but it's Batman. He's doing a Batman story with Doug Mankey, of all people. And if you were a Green Lantern fan through the 2000s and 2010s like I was, Doug Mankey is one of your favorite artists. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, this looks good. It's called Batman Off-World. That's coming in December and it's basically Batman being Batman, but out in the galaxy. Uh, he's, oh, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> he's taking his first trip into space, um, and he's he's going to be doing some shit out there, and and it's going to be interesting, especially with Jason Aaron penning that. Oh my god, that's going to be good. And there is somebody on the cover, which I want to say is Steppenwolf, but I'm only basing that on like the Justice League movie version. But it might be somebody else entirely. So I don't know. He's got some kind of villain to play with. But seriously, Batman by himself in the universe, thats uh, I don't think that's been played with properly before, so I'm into that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think, yeah, not sending him out on his own, some sort, sort of solo adventure. No, I don't think that that's been done before. Yeah, at least uh, not at least not outside of the Silver Age. No. And finally announced today and dropped to us by Nathan like half an hour before we started the show. Uh, DC announced the first ever Kid Flash solo series, not not exactly solo, but like headlined series, if you will. Uh, Good old Wallace Ace West is teaming up with Avery Ho, the Flash of China, and they are starring in a book together simply titled Speed Force. And it is going to be spinning out of the Flash number one. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be spinning out of the Flash number one, which comes in September. Uh, but the pair of them are basically doing some adventures in the Speed Force, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's the first time we've had a book starring Kid Flash. It is the first time yeah. we've had a book starring Kid Flash. Starring yeah. Kid Flash. Starring Kid Flash. That's not a Flash book or a Titans book or a Justice League book or any other book where Kid Flash has been in. This is simply a Kid Flash book, which is very exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah. So we're going to have three Flash books by November. We're going to have three Green Lantern titles by like October. Yeah. We have one Green Arrow book, one Shazam book. <laughs> and I think we're finally getting back to a status of DC where I can say it's exciting again. It's not 50% Batman anymore. They finally listened to us and brought back the diversity of their characters into the the books again. Yeah, so we've got tech. We did have like three Superman books going at the same time. We need yeah. Supergirl to come back and get her own solo. Superwoman. Super. Uh, yeah. So well, that's we'll see. Oh no, yeah. Steel. Steel's going on. So yeah, we still think I got three right now. Uh, we'll see how Steel goes. If Superwoman's going to be a thing going forward, I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy to think that we actually have books that aren't Batman related making splashes. It's fantastic. 
it takes quite quite the stretch anymore to find a non-Batman related character that's someone's willing to publish. <laughs> yeah, we got a few of those today though. Yeah, like there's actually very little Batman today. <laughs> it's kind Bat- of Batman adjacent. Kind of a couple of them, but not, yeah, not overly so. No, like realistically, one, two, only three, one. Four. Well, all together, out of all of them, there were one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh, yeah, you mean in total? So I was yeah, just looking at the ones we're four, we're going to be seven, talking about today. But yeah, three. in in total, uh, uh, three. One, two, three, books, four, five, and two six, of them are night terrors. Seven, seven out of thirteen altogether, if you count everything. That features, that features Batman, Nightwing, Catwoman, Punchline. What the hell? That many? Yep, you got Batman and Superman World's Finest. Yeah. White Knight Presents Generation Joker. Oh, yes, uh, that's right. Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder. Night Terror's Catwoman, Night Terror's oh, Nightwing, sad. Night Terror's Punchline, and then Penguin Takes Flight. Right. I forgot about Penguin. So 7 out of 13, which is more than half, uh, but also better than usual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is where we are at today. Take it. Uh, uh, I think take what we can week, get. It's the, the ratio's a lot. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, 6, uh, so we have... Oh, wait. Is that uh, seven? Okay. So we have 15 books next week. Uh, are you counting books that Batman is in or just Batman characters? Batman and Batman. Primary Batman characters like Catwoman, Harley. Okay. Joker, that um, sort of thing. So, yeah, like 80%. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds uh, about right. Basically, next week, there's one, two three, four books that Batman and Batman characters are not in. <laughs> yeah. Well, in fact, there are, there are four books specifically related to Batman directly. Imagine and, that. Yeah. But of course, that includes Detective Comics. I'm not surprised. I say the week after that would be better, but it's not. <laughs> the last week of August. I got that Doomsday special coming up. I can't wait to see that. And I, I don't have to go for the art books, but I am I am very curious about Gnord's Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Oh, yeah? I, we'll, we'll have I to just see really what like that's Gnord. all about. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll have to see what it's all about. Yeah. But for now, you uh, you want to take a pause here for a brief commercial break? And, sure, uh, let's do it. All right, guys, we will be right back in under five. Do 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 transitioning.
Now, back to our program. Hello, all. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, we're back. I got a Green Lantern. Back so. again. <laughs> look, <laughs> look what I've got. My uh, not typically played oh, with, oh, but my, oh, my little boy. <laughs> it's it's uh it's Nick. Uh, uh, damn it, Nick Fury. <laughs> but check this out. He oh his arms move. That's he, so he, cool. he buggies. My little my my young one gave it to me. He said here because he because I collect the figures, the comic book figures. He he's he 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 goes for Dragon Ball Z. That's what he wants. Goku or Noku. But uh, <laughs> Goku or Noku, I like that. <laughs> um, so he 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 gave me that one because I like the comic book peeps. Right on. I just, I saw the red jacket. I'm like that looks like a Star Trek outfit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could definitely um, see where you get that from. All right, so shall we get to some books? You know what? I was almost thinking that since we're doing a comic podcast, we probably could do that. Oh, this is a comics podcast. Well, it's an everything podcast at this oh, point, shit. is it not? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, then, uh, what do we got? The mentions real quick that I'll go over a little bit more in the bonus show. We got Penguin number zero, uh, which is just a reprint of the Batman backups that you saw. Harley Quinn, black, white, and red are number two. Black man, or Batman, White Knight Presents, Generation Joker. These books are just getting way too long with titles number four tales of the teen <laughs> titans number two and icon versus hardware number four um you're, you're certainly right about that it, the titles are a little ridiculous at this point right i mean yeah. ha, have a little love for the speech impediment for people with speech impediments <laughs> um <laughs> that was a good one all right, uh, full analysis. We could kick this off with a new book, or at least a new title, I suppose. Wait, what? What new title? The Vigil. That's not new. Well, new-ish. It's only four. four. It's a new title. Oh, okay. So we just, say, it's a new what title. Number, number one was? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, did I miss something completely? Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, this is The Vigil number four. Uh, it's written by Ram V with art from Devmalia Pramanik, colors from Rain Burrito, and letters from Dave Sharp. So we are not exactly picking up where we left off last issue. I think, I don't really remember where it left off properly. It but... wasn't here. It wasn't here. Okay, it wasn't there. All right. I remember they were on some kind of mission elsewhere. Yes. In, near a jungle, unless I'm getting that confused with another story that I read. Nope. Point is, You're they're right. at Electcorp Biome, which is an R&D facility. Sorry, bio-research and D facility. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess BR&D. Well, actually, it's not Electcorp. They correct it. And I'll give them props for that. They, it says LexCore, and then it's crossed out, and it says SuperCore. Oh, well, not on the page I'm looking at. Oh, well, it does it later. 
Yeah. Perhaps there's perhaps that distinguish. Perhaps that maybe that's for a reason. Maybe it's an accident. There's no telling. Oh yeah, I'll but see it I, later it on. Very yeah. well, could be at a, the it, subsidiary board meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the vigil team are infiltrating this bio research and development facility. Uh, to figure out the mystery of what the hell's going on. Mr. Lightless personally asked them to look into this top-secret facility for some reason. They don't really know why, but they're getting in anyway, and as they reach the main console room, a little video plays uh, featuring all sorts of members of the vigil. This person that's playing the video knows about every single one of them, but also alludes to the fact that there was a fifth member of the team of the powered the, the powered field team rather uh, in addition to the doc uh, and this fifth person ends up attacking by smashing through the floor and begins to wipe that same floor with the various members of the vigil <laughs> uh, meanwhile supercorp is being taken over by a mysterious person uh, which I do not think was named and I do not recognize them but I'm going to assume might be Mr. Lightless. We will definitely see how it goes. That's who uh, I'm assuming it was. It doesn't give us any clue, but I'm, oh, I'm assuming. Wait, his name is Festus Hep. How did I miss that word bubble? <laughs> but we don't know if that's Mr. Lightless or not. Yeah, we don't know Festus yet who, who this that is exactly. definitely doesn't sound like a real name. No. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, all of these names are made up. So. Oh, wait. I'm 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 sorry. Uh, what did you just say? When? Just now. Uh, to be fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. To be fair. That's a long soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> Direct from Letterkenny. I love it. That that bit with Wayne, just cut it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So this man is Festus Hep, uh, and he has acquired a controlling stake of LexCorp, crossed out to SuperCorp, which he is then crossing out to rename Harmonia. Uh, how this is going to affect the Superman book is very interesting. Um, I, I don't even know how to feel about that reveal because that's just that's right. He bought a controlling share in a certain part of Supercorp that doesn't even like business wise. That doesn't make sense. I, no, I thought it was the whole damn thing, like the whole company, wouldn't it? Potentially, but you would think that at this point, that's oh, that... yeah, no, no, he does say a controlling interest in this little but significant arm of what used to be an organization with some vision. Right. Oh, yeah, it's a Supercorp subsidiary board meeting. Oh, I'm missing words all over the place. Subsidiary. So disappointing. Yeah, so it's not even Supercorp proper. It's something else entirely. Interesting. Um, well, that's being named Harmonia, and uh, we'll have to see what's going to happen there. But meanwhile, the fight with the Vigil... And this mysterious foe uh, is not going well, but uh, Dodge, who is the uh, lead character of the piece, and you get uh, some history on her throughout the issue, uh, takes the fight directly to him and is actually doing quite well. 
because uh, she punches like a bullet. Um, but the doc is being convinced that maybe he's the only one that can uh, prevent this from going further and actually stop this guy uh, because our resident little psychic, uh, I'm assuming psychic, knows a little bit more than he uh, led on before and convinces the doc to step out and ask this man named Tayaga, according to the doc, to stop. Uh, he reveals that he made them he made him just like he made the rest of the team. Uh, and what he means by that, as we see just before the issue ends, is none of them existed before he thought them up. And that's where we end. Uh, and that's a hell of a cliffhanger. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, 100%. Honestly, dun dun dun. Yeah. Quite, quite an interesting issue. I'm not going to lie. I, I will say I really did enjoy it a lot more than I have recently. Um, it's exactly what I needed out of the series. It was a little bit more intrigue, a little bit more plot. Uh, there's been some reveals, some teases, some some more plot points to, to chew on, and I'm all for it. Like It's been a very good book so far. I just felt like it was lacking substance. Uh, it was three issues of introducing characters. Okay, like I get it. Let's move on, and that's where they're starting to go. And I'm I'm happy. Uh, art's fantastic. That doesn't even need an introduction. <laughs> the art's really good. The characters are interesting. Story's really good. I'm giving it an eight point seven five. Like it's a solid issue this week. It really is a solid issue this week. Um, oops. I had to turn my camera back on. didn't work. Um, it is a pretty solid issue this week. And uh, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, the the good doctor, is he worse than, like, the Doom Patrol Dr. Calder? Like, he didn't just mess with living people. Like, he grew people and messed with them. Or, or like, did his imagination bring him to life? Because we've, we've seen superpowers like that before as well. Yeah. Um, regardless of whatever it is, uh, old Doc having to fess up to all of that sure seems to make Mister Lightless a little happy. Um, the art, dude, it was like you said, it's exactly what a, what a comic book to look like. Uh, the way that it's drawn when Arc Light gets socked in the face is insane. It looks like dude's hand punched through his face. Before he sent him flying, flying across the room, nope. Arclight <laughs> just burned it down to the elbow. It's like melted and cauterized. But the dude heals. So that it's something else. It's it's quite the uh, assortment of characters, now, not just powers but personalities as well. And it's it's pretty cool. I'm digging it. It's a hundred percent fantastic. The art is eighty five percent perfect. I really like it, and I continue to want to know more um, about these characters. Yeah. Uh, every issue that I read, man, it just gets me more and more uh, invested, more interested. It's great. I like all the characters, and the rest is just, it's just right there for me. 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10. Exactly. I agree. Um, 
Well, I'll tell you, it's damn yeah. good, and it's no wonder why it's selling well. I'm going to just leave the transitions up to y'all folks, because I cannot, <laughs> I cannot come up with stuff like that. I don't know why. Because <laughs> uh, I used to write them down. That was pretty good. Um, but we will go ahead and do that. Night Terrors, Wonder Woman, number two, written by Josie Campbell, art and colors from Juan Fiera, uh, Pat Brousseau on letters, in a cover from Jay Lee and Jun Chung. It starts where it left off in Diana's nightmare. The focus, Diana promotes peace, but does it with violence. There's a nightmare version of her telling her this, and it says deep down she loves it, the, having the blood on her knuckles. And, of course, Diana rebukes it. Uh, Diana goes, or The nightmare Diana goes further in to say that the... Uh, Madness of the gods doesn't stop with the gods. It also affects her. And uh, that's when Diana realizes she needs to just accept that part of her. And once she does, she beats that part of her. She returns back to the uh, land of the awakened. The not sleeping. You know, normal. And uh, she does it just in time to save Detective Chimp from getting eaten by a giant basilisk. Poor Bobo. Uh, turns out that by accepting who she is, she also has the, the ability to control the nightmares in the real world now. Now, Etrigan, Ragman, Bobo, Constantine, and Diana are all awake and headed to Gotham for war. And they are a Officially called the Justice League Dark in the very last caption box. Oh, I wish I had an applause sound clip. There is nothing bad about that idea. Nope. Um, this is by far the most interesting issue of the entire event. There have been others that I have said uh, that about that those are still decent two-shot unnecessary stories, but they're, they were decent, like Green Lantern, for example. Um, this is a wonderfully written semi-conclusion slash transition issue. It's it's done very well, and the art is really cool. There's some of it that isn't perfect, but when he wants to show off, he, he picks a panel, and he does it. I really, really dug this, man. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I, I gave it an 8.5, actually. Like, it... It did feel like a quick resolution, but I'm not sure what else I was going to be looking for here. Like, I didn't right. know where the hell the story could go. Um, With two parts and not far, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, they did a lot in the first issue for for a uh, Night Terror story, and I'm all for Like, I'm, I'm happy with that. Like, the quick resolutions isn't even an issue. Um, it got us Justice League Dark back together again and i'm happy about that <laughs> yes and thank you thank you thank you for making sure that both bobo and ragman are there um yes etrigan etrigan zatanna of course constantine those are also must-haves would love to see us have some dr fate and swamp things showing up and uh maybe some of the uh uh, maybe some of the uh, Spirit World crew with Batgirl and um, Xanthi. That'd be cool. Almost forgot what their name was. Xanthi. Their name is Xanthi. All right. Yeah. 
I, I'd, I'd be very interested in that. Uh, one thing I want to ask, though, and this this is kind of like a a weird thing that sometimes is in panels, sometimes is not. How come Jason Blood and Etrigan are both there? Um, that is okay. Jason Blood and Etrigan, and sometimes are split, sometimes are together. I'd have to go back and look. Actually, I'm going to do that right now. So I got to tell you, like, in the Nightmare world, they were two separate, and like I can understand that. But when they woke up in the real world, Etrigan was... like When they first woke up, Etrigan was there, Jason Blood was not. But when the whole team was walking out together, they were two separate people. Um... When the whole team is walking out together, there's Etrigan, Diana, Bobo, uh, Constantine, Bragman, and Jason Blood. They are separate. They can separate, and I'm not sure at what point they were able to do so. I never understood it because I thought that Blood had to be Etrigan's portal, like his vessel or whatever. But something happened... I want to say back when Tynan was uh, had had started up Justice League Dark that 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 did that it could be older but I think that this was Tynan's doing. Okay. Blame it on the tiny onion. Oh, I will. <laughs> it's just kind of weird it threw me because I I never caught that. So yeah, it's that's not, interesting. I suppose. Yeah. What, uh, what mean, can Jason Blood do now apart from be a mind of knowledge? I don't really know. All I know is that if you're going to have Jason Blood be a completely separate character, stop having him look like Jason Todd dressed as Constantine. <laughs> um, but to be fair, that, to be fair, that kind of explains the character. <laughs> now, yeah, he, just he to, was the knight, so he, he could yeah. he could definitely fight with a sword. I was thinking about that as I asked the question, what can he do now? Like he he was also a knight, depending on the continuity, and I, I think that might still be true. Yeah. So. Um, also, just to throw that in there, um, I didn't let it affect the main story score, but. The uh, Nubia backup is horrific to look at. The art, um, the art is 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 bad. It's not just gruesome pictures, and there are gruesome pictures, but it's bad. Um, I don't like it, and you probably won't either. However, like I said, I'm not gonna let that interfere with what should have been, could have been uh, a a really great score. So I'm gonna maintain mine and uh, say what Nubia story. Yeah, I I don't even remember much about what happened in the backup. Uh, I just know that it was kind of rough to look at at times. So. Nubia fought Nightmare Boogie Booger Woman. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 there's no better way to to aesthetically describe what happens in that backup than Nubia fights Nightmare Booger Woman. Um. And I stand by that. As you should. Um, you can stand, or rather, I will, and you can take flight with our brand new number two. 
Yeah. Three? Is it a three? No, it's as number two. two. Number two. two. At is uh, if the transition didn't catch on. It's Hawk Girl number two, a character I I am finding a lot of connection with because I'm still going through the Justice League animated series and I'm almost done. <laughs> so I can I can just hear Ooh, her me. voice uh, throughout reading this and it's it's glorious. No, uh, can I say that I love how they drew her more beefcake than Diana? Yeah. Just I like love it. it. I just yeah. love it. She should be. She's a Thanagarian. Or she's a hawk at the very least. Regardless of what's going on with her, she's a hawk and they should always be badass. So, definitely. There. That's it. No, I agree. Like I, I definitely love that uh artistic aesthetic as well as, as drawing her as very muscular. Yeah. It just and, makes sense. I also love it when, when Diana is drawn as a very muscular person as yeah. well because it, it also just stands to make sense that yeah. they would both be very muscular. Shiara too, they don't they they don't typically draw her like muscular but very, very in shape. Like Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. Dig that. Um, anyway, sorry. I already interrupted you. No, you're fine. I barely even got started. Uh, so this is written by Jadzia Axelrod. Oh my God. This is written by Jadzia Axelrod, <laughs> uh, with art from Amon K. Nahuelpan, colors from Adriano Lucas, and letters from Hassan Asmane Elhau. Uh, so the dog. The dog? No. What? What are they calling this lady? <laughs> what are they calling this lady? <laughs> this redheaded lady that's trying to get into the nth world. Oh, Volpecula. Volpecula. Vul- okay, Volpecula. Yes. Uh, she has found her, her next two Volpe. victims. You could call her Volpe, I suppose. Volpe. Yeah. Volpe. Um, I was trying to figure like she she's got a character name in all these stories that they're doing, but I don't remember like the the background fairy tales if you will um but yeah so oh, volpe is, has found her next two victims which are a set of twins one is a drunk and ex nascar driver and one is uh just a guy <laughs> uh but they I'm they don't get along guy. too well anymore he's just a guy just um, a guy <laughs> <laughs> oh god Kid. Uh, every time I want to make a joke, I can never remember the guy's name. God damn it. Never I can't mind. remember it either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so basically, these, these, these twins uh, were much like the uh, lady in the first issue found by Volpecula early on in their lives and promised uh, much in return. Uh but that means that she would one day uh, take their lives back and turn them into creatures to do her bidding. And that is exactly what has happened. As um, And bear with me again, I do I have not read uh, Galaxy the Prettiest Star, so I don't know all the characters' names. Uh, as Galaxy's girlfriend is gone off to take a test uh, for school, Galaxy is then left with Kendra to figure out what's going to happen next as uh, we do see Kendra is also visited and uh, not exactly visited is the wrong word Haunted, shares, shares a mind with all of her past selves which also just stands to make sense um, yeah, that like she, she retains 
yelling yeah. at her forced ghost style. Yeah, she she retains the the <laughs> memories and lives of all her her reincarnated selves, uh, and they just share one freaking mind. And boy, is it crowded! Um, I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, Mine's crowded with just me in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hear that. Uh, so Kendra and Galaxy have a little conversation, but then Kendra is all of a sudden just going through a lot of pain with some green electric shocks as galaxy realizes what's going on she absorbs that excess energy and finds that her wings have been like kind of physically and spiritually separated from her body so galaxy does what she can do to rejoin them together and that leaves kendra with a new sensation she can even feel her wings uh, and she feels whole again super cool i dig that very cool yeah um, they're not just a removable suit anymore. They are once again a part of her, and it's it's pretty freaking cool. Uh, so the pair go flying off together and find a newfound appreciation for each other and even agree to meet up later on um, at a bar, and they do. But as uh, Kendra is finally left to just enjoy herself and maybe actually have a little dance and, and ignore life for a while and just feel good, uh, that is when Velpokula arrives with her two new beasties looking for Nth Metal, and this club is rife with it. Smells very strong like Nth Metal, and that is because it's all over Kendra's body. Uh, because the wings are now a part of her again, it is now residing within her. Uh, so she takes the fight to Velpokula, and... Uh, the beasties, and the, her and Galaxy get a bit of an upper hand against them. But Velpukula, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Velpukula, <laughs> um, I think, but Velpukula, right? yeah, uh, does get a bit of an upper hand on Hawk Girl, claws her away, and uh, leaves a bit of a hint towards the fact that maybe Kendra is also one of Velpukula's um, victims, if you will. That's not your role. You're the whipping girl, she says, whatever that means. Rips off a piece of Kendra's wing, um, which is made of nth metal, and teleports away. As Kendra's friend that she ran into with the club earlier on is holding her helmet as it was as it fell off when Vilpokula attacked Kendra earlier, and then gets a bit of a shock, asking, Who are you? Uh, and is a bit surprised that Kendra is Hawk Girl and is a superheroine, uh, and that's got to be some drama in issue three. <laughs> so, um, I definitely thought this was more interesting than the first issue, but I'm still yes. not 100% sold on the story. Like, I, I don't dislike it. It's it's an interesting enough story. But as we've said about some books in the past, and I think Brandon's the one that coined this phrase. It's a comic. It's something to read. It's nothing you're going to write home about, but it's not something you're going to regret reading either. It's just something to read, right? It's it's not bad, but it's not like amazing. It's it's just a comic. <laughs> so, and and for that, it gets the job done. It, the first issue was was interesting enough to like pique my interest, and the second issue definitely caught my interest. But it's it's not going to be in my top three ever, I don't think. But I'm going to enjoy the run, 
So that's that's the vibe I'm getting right now. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. the The art is really fucking good. Yeah. The art is fantastic. The story is is it's a it's a story. So <laughs> we'll say it like that. I don't know what else I can say. There's uh, some development going on with Kendra. Obviously, that's the whole setup of this. Uh, is to move and do some things with her character. We yeah. were able to bring Galaxy in, who um, has a pretty cool power set and uh, is a complicated character. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with her inside the DC universe. The thing with it is, you know, everybody that likes Kendra, likes Hot Girl, is down to read a Hot Girl book. But we go into it knowing that it's going to be a mini-series. So this is going to be a one-and-done. We're already approaching it in a way where it's like, this isn't going to mean much. Yeah. Right? So I tried to, I tried to, after, oh, oh, God, as much as I love you, Scott Snyder, <laughs> you, 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 you fucked with Hot Girl a, a little bit too much and made shit weird, and this is an opportunity to accept that shit, package it up, ship it away, and, and start new with whatever the next stage is in, in Kendra's character development. And, you know, if, if that's all that's really accomplished in this, that's great. I just would like to see more of her after that. Yeah. So, in so in, I said all that to say, Rob's Rob's right. It is just a comic book, but it is if you're a if you're a if you're a big hot girl fan, you're gonna get into this. You're gonna dig it um, because I have a feeling that this is gonna do some hot girl things. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, it's interesting that her secret identity is just an identity now. Um, I yeah. do want. I do want. Uh, her history nailed down like I want what's going on with her nailed down and not changed in a year I am super fucking curious what what this thing is inside of Kendra that's protecting her is it nth metal is it Thanagarian what what is a magic what 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 is it um and like you said uh, Rob the art is phenomenal I'm really really digging the story so far I think it's I think the whole thing is great man 8.5 out of 10 yeah. 100% agree there. Well, we got three issues in our main show this week. So, you want to rank them? <laughs> uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if I was ranking the three books in the, the, the main show that we had right yeah. now... Because uh, the top three I wrote down include some from our bonus show, I will admit. Um, oh, if I'm yeah. ranking just these three, uh, probably put uh, Vigil, Wonder Woman, Hawk Girl. Interesting. Yeah. If uh, I actually, in... swap swap Hawk Girl and Wonder Woman because the art was just amazing. So Vigil, Hawk Girl, KT, Wonder Woman. Nice. There was some extraneous, uh, or extra, Jesus, uh, books that came out that were in the bonus show that uh, I was rather fond of as well. But just going this route, uh, <laughs> considering what I've done in the bonus show, um, I went 
uh, Night Terrors, Wonder Woman at number three, The Vigil at number two, and Hot Girl at number one. I did have a couple of fun moments in this one. Um, in in Wonder Woman, there's that near full page splash. Uh, well, it's it's like it's full page splash, except it's got a small cutaway of a different version. But they show a version of God Diana sitting on Zeus's throne. Mm. And the costume that she's wearing, the way they did her face, the whole scene is just fucking beautiful. Yeah. I want that picture. I want that picture. Um, my second favorite moment in this side of books is got to be Galaxy's Corgi annihilating that nth metal sniffing werewolf. Just <laughs> <laughs> looks at it and says and tells tells it that its behavior is unbecoming and then just fucking dark sides that some bitch just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Cyclops on a bad day kind of obliteration. Yeah, it's gone. It was uh, good, good, good moments there. Um, I realized I probably put my list backwards because I was doing it on the fly. It's Vigil is number one. Yeah. And then Hawk Girl, and then Wonder Woman number three. Because I, I don't know why I did it reverse order, but I did. That's what Brandon um, usually does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My favorite moment, though, honestly, uh, the return of Justice League Dark, which was really cool to see. Absolutely, and I knew you yeah. were going to say that. That's why I picked the other ones. I thought that would be too obvious. God, I hope <laughs> we get a book. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Although I haven't Let's seen. Face it, probably not going to happen. Yeah, but... I haven't seen any news saying that we would. But wouldn't yeah. it be cool? I think it'd be very cool. Well, but we can my only friend, hope. you are not alone. Neither <laughs> are you. And? Well, if I'm being honest, neither is anybody else. So that is the show out there. We are going to get out of here, so you will have to as well. You can visit us for all things The Geek Matrix Pod at www.thegeekmatrixpod.com. Take it all of our socials. You can watch our podcasts there. You can get links to our comic book text reviews and all of it. So, uh... You guys, be careful out there. And remember, in the Geek Matrix, you are not alone.